Hi, this is Scott Powell, creator and teacher of History at Our House, the ultimate history resource for homeschoolers, providing ancient, European, American, and world history lectures to homeschoolers from 2nd to 12th grade. The following is a sample from the History at Our House program. For more information on History at Our House, please visit www.historyatourhouse.com. Enjoy. Turned out to be so important for history. What was so great about this Athenian Golden Age? Because when we look at ancient Athens, we can find a lot of things to complain about. We can find a lot of negative things. We can find a lot of things that are the same in Athens as are everywhere else. It's not like the Athenians were a completely different species or something. It's not like they were from another planet and they had it all figured out. And the rest of us were all just dumb humans. No, they're just like us. They are they're people like us. They're human beings like us. And like the like the Egyptians and like the Persians and like everybody else. And they made all the same kinds of mistakes. They had all of the same kinds of bad ideas and so on and and they were just as primitive as everybody else at the time. So that when we look at them, you know, we see all of those things about them, but that's not what's important. I mean, it's important to know that that's the case, but what's much more important about Athens is the good things that the Athenians thought of. The good things that they invented, that they created for the first time, that are important values for human beings, that make life better, that help us to live in times of progress, to be able to create values and be happy. The Athenians came up with really important new ideas that make those sorts of things possible. The first and most important of which was what is called Philosophia. I'm typing it in the chat box there for you. This is an ancient Greek expression. Nowadays we use the word philosophy. It's a good word. But we have to go back to the original word to understand what it means. It's two words. It's philo and sophia. Does anybody know what those two words mean? Sophia is a <laughs> sometimes uh, that sounds like a nice that sounds like a nice uh, girl's name, doesn't it? Sophia. Sounds like a great name now that I think about it. If I had a daughter, maybe I would call her Sophia. Does anybody know these words? Probably not. I wouldn't expect you to. Philo is love. And Sophia is wisdom. So Philosophia is the love of wisdom. Now what was meant by this among the Greeks? They were the first people to come up with this idea. What they meant by that was that it's possible for people to think carefully about the world around them and about their own lives and to come up with answers as to what is true, what is good, and what a proper way to live is 
in order to be happy. In other words, that it's possible to think, to live well. In fact, necessary to think in order to live well. It may sound kind of simple or even kind of obvious. <laughs> the funny thing is, not everybody practices this love of wisdom. To always carefully think about things and figure out whether or not we really understand them properly, and if we don't, how to fix it, and how to do better, and how always to be striving to do the best that we can. Not everybody does that. Sadly, it is the case that most people eh, just kind of accept what their parents have told them, or what other people have told them, and what, whatever traditions are around them, and they don't really think about them so much, they just go through life kind of just doing what other people have done before, and what they think everybody else is doing, and they don't really spend an awful lot of time thinking about the way that they're living, and whether or not it's a good way, whether or not they could do better, and so on. The Greeks, starting with this character that we have seen in our paintings, had this notion that it's absolutely important to think about all the values that we are taught and carefully figure out whether or not they're right or not. That just because other people tell us stuff doesn't mean they're right. Even if they happen to be smart. Even if we, happen, if, even if we think that they know the answers. Socrates learned by talking to people in ancient Greece who thought they knew what they knew was that they didn't really know what they thought that they knew. Remember how I told you that Socrates said that you have to know what you know. What was the second part of that? And know, Annalise? What you don't know. And what you don't know. Right. Socrates was a philosopher. He was a lover of wisdom. He wanted to know the truth. He wanted to know what were the best values to live by. So he would go to the ancient Athenians, the leaders of the democracy, the most important people in Athens. He would ask them questions. He would say, what is justice? How do we do right? How do we make sure we live properly? And he would talk to them and he would ask them what, how they think of these things and what they, what, what they think and so on. And he would discover that they didn't know what they were talking about. In the high school class, <laughs> in the high school class, if you ever graduate up to the high school class of history at our house, you will study the story of Socrates by reading different examples of Socrates talking to the different Athenians. And you'll see what the problems were, and how he could show people that they didn't really know what they thought they knew. And he was very troubled by that, because he wanted to find good answers to the questions that he had in life, and nobody seemed to know the answers. But the worst part for Socrates was, not that people didn't know. That's okay, if you don't know the answer to something. 
The worst part, Socrates said, was that not only did they not know, but they weren't honest enough with themselves to see that they didn't know. And that's the worst thing, because if you don't know something, and you tell yourself that you do, then you can't ever learn it. For real. Can't ever know it. Because you already think you know it. So you're going to try to learn it? Why would you try to learn something you already know? So if you think you know something, and you don't, you'll never know it. Wow, what a sad, sad idea. That really saddened Socrates because he felt like people were pretending to know stuff and they didn't know it, and that meant they would always be ignorant. So Socrates, who was a lover of wisdom, decided that the first rule of philosophy should be know thyself.